0: Welcome in, everyone, to our GSP Ace of the Day presented by DraftKings. Two and two with our picks on Thursday. Now, we netted about 60 cents overall, so technically we were in the green. And anytime it's a positive day, you chalk that one up as a victory. But obviously, we will look to do better here in the home stretch. Our final weekend of this 2020 ATP season as the year-end finals come to a conclusion. We know three of our participants, it's going to be Daniil Medvedev, Dominic Thiem, and Rafael Nadal. The question is, will it be Novak Djokovic or Alex Zverev joining them in the year-end final semifinals? Of course, we'll find out that answer on Friday as the action in London continues. It's going to be Djokovic, Zverev in that elimination match. Our other match, Diego Schwartzman taking on Daniil Medvedev. Of course, as we learned today, Dominic Thiem having already clinched his group, we'll say it was about a 75% effort in his match against Andrei Rublev. Rublev getting the victory. That's a little sneak preview folks it's going to be a stay away from me for Daniel Medvedev because what's the incentive for him right I mean sure you want to go undefeated you want to win your group at the same time he's already clinched the group part and you know you don't want to be tired heading into the semifinals when you're looking to clinch your first ever year-end championship so of course uh, that will be something we talk about in a hot second but beyond even the ATP action uh, we have some challenger tennis we have some ITF tennis to uh, cover and of course get in on here on Friday, and if for some reason you haven't already gotten in with our friends at DraftKings, you know, put a little bit at stake during these matches, raise the uh, stakes again, have a little bit of fun. You can do so with our friends at DraftKings. In fact, they've got a limited time offer for you, Crack Rackets fans. Here's how it works: you're gonna go to DraftKings.com, create your DraftKings sportsbook account, and make a deposit. From there, DraftKings will match your first deposit at 20% up to $500. Real simple. After that, folks, you're gonna make your first bet and Draft. DraftKings. DraftKings will also match that with a risk-free first bet up to $500. Just go to dkng.co slash cracked open to play. That's dkng.co slash cracked open. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER in Illinois, New Jersey, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, 1-800-9WITHIN in Indiana, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, or 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. Users must be 21 years or older and in a participating state. To take advantage of this offer, deposit bonus is in DK dollars, which have no cash value and must be used on DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash for more details, of course, to see my entire list of picks for Friday's matches across the professional tennis world, go check out our website CrackRackets.com, where you can find this podcast in article form. And if you have missed anything that's happened over these past few days, weeks, months in the professional tennis world, rest assured we have covered it on our website CrackRackets.com. You can find all of our podcasts: this one, the Mini Break, the Cracked Interviews podcast, Inside Out podcast, all on our website. You can find our articles our YouTube content as well. Of course, for the more immediate updates, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube throughout the day at Cracked Rackets. You want to follow me directly. I am at Great Shot Pod. but what, again, did you come here to listen to? You are following our picks for our Aces of the Day here on Friday. With that in mind, let's talk a little bit about those matches, and as you can see in the title of this podcast, the focus of today's Aces going to be the challenger matches. We have not the ATP Tour Finals in London, but I. I can start there again. I sort of talked about it in the opening. Do I think, on a normal day, if it was an elimination match, Daniil Medvedev beats Diego Schwartzman? Absolutely, I think he does, and I think he's a minus four fifty favorite tomorrow according to bookmakers. And look, there's a world where even at eighty percent, he's six foot six against someone who's a generous five foot six. Daniil Medvedev has a lot of things in his, going to his advantage in his matchup against Diego Schwartzman. Of course, he's got the biggest weapon on the court. It's going to be difficult for Diego Schwartz to hit a ball through Medvedev, who's just tracking down everything right now. But we also know that the semifinals for this tournament start on Friday. And if you're Daniil Medvedev, you have a lot of higher stakes to play for later on this weekend. And so, much like Dominic team today against Andre Rublev, is he going to out-and-out tank? No, of course not. Daniil Medvedev has too much pride for that, but is he going to hit a slice instead of maybe giving that extra 10% of effort and going for some on-the-run passing shot? Is he going to maybe try to slap a second serve instead of playing a long point, try and slap it down the line, end a point early instead of going that extra 15, 16, 17 ball rallies that it felt like he was creating with Novak Djokovic, Uh, no, none of that would shock me at all if he did those sorts of things. And so... You know, it's a stay away from me. Even if you want to take, I I think, stay away from the over two and a half sets. I think the match is over in straight sets. I think if Daniil Medvedev wins the first, he gets over the finish line, gives that effort to end it in straights. I think if he loses the first, he loses the second set comprehensively. I think this match is an hour and a half or less just on principle. Uh, Now, of course, there is a world where Daniil Medvedev wins, but I would lean Ever so slightly, Schwartzman. I suppose as the underdog here again, we just saw it with Andre Rublev and Diego Schwartzman. All the incentive of the in the world, you don't want to show up to your first World Tour finals and go winless. Again, it's a stay away from me. You could look at the over two and a half sets in this match. It's about plus one, uh, I think, 40. Uh, you look at over 0.5 tiebreakers, plus 190. That's interesting. Uh, but overall, it's just a stay away from me for today. Now, in terms of the other match, Djokovic vs. Zverev, I think that match goes the distance. And of course, it's a rematch of the ATP Tour Finals. They played back in 2018, Zverev beating Djokovic on that day. Now, of course, right now, uh, we have a policy here on this podcast. We are not going to be betting on Alex Zverev matches, period. We don't think he should be on court, Uh, therefore we it's a stay away for me, but for those of you out there who have no problem trying to get in on the action, Zverev 2-3 and in his career against Djokovic. Now they've played on indoor hard courts twice. Again, it was back in those 2018 year end finals. Djokovic beat him in the round robin stage. Zverev beat him in the finals. They have never played a match that's gone over straight sets. Everything they've played has been a straight set affair and yet look the way Zviro's playing down the home stretch, all he's got right now is his time on the tennis court. It's his only time to get away with how screwed up his life is off the court right now and I just think he fights and scraps and claws his way to keep his 2020 season alive. I think Novak Djokovic looked vulnerable in that match against Daniil Medvedev. Medvedev wore him down and physically Zverev absolutely capable of putting forward the sort of performance that Daniil Medvedev did if he's motivated, if he's patient throughout the match and why wouldn't he be? He's playing Novak Djokovic but again, more importantly, he's playing to keep his season alive. Now, of course Novak Djokovic is going to Novak Djokovic right? He He wants to redeem himself after that match against Daniel Medvedev. He wants probably a second shot at Rafa. I'm sure he's looking for that more than anything. A little redemption after that French Open final and to end the year as the world number one, not just by ranking, but by winning this final event. I, the motivation speaks for itself. It's an elimination match, and in elimination matches, I tend to think these two are going to go the distance. Of course, Indoor Hardcore Sherev is six foot six, Over two and a half sets, plus 148. I like. That over 0.5 tiebreakers. I think it's plus uh, one. What is it? Plus 165 right now. I don't hate that. Uh, Zverev plus one and a half sets spread minus 125. Again, I think this one goes the distance. But overall for me, and by the way, Djokovic about minus 220, uh, minus 260, excuse me, easier of about plus 225. I just don't want any part of this match. It's a stay away for me. Both of these matches stay aways uh, in terms of some of the other stay aways I have on the day. Nakashima McDonald, I just want to enjoy that one. Martin Baez, uh, those are both uh, challenger matches. Of course, a couple of other ITF matches I want to stay away from in terms of the money line. Underdogs I like on the day, you know, Appleton even against Bartone Gunaswaran plus 105 against Popko. Müller, who's played so well of late, Alexandra Müller, plus 115 against Marchenko. Julian Lenz, the former Baylor standout, plus 195 over Huang. Uh, Lenz has been so great uh, this week. And Mahak, uh, plus 145 against Ivashka. Mahak, I think, what was he, finalist last week at the Challenger Momentum on his side. Some of the Moneyline favorites I like, uh, Ruska, Kanepi, Garland, Sharif, uh, Kanch, De Jong, Trungaletti, all of these money line favorites, uh, again, are people I expect to move forward to another championship weekend. But with that in mind, let's get to our aces of the day. Two money line parlays for you, two matches in each of those parlays. We're going by challenger, so you can start your day, focus on the action in Ecuador on the clay, then as the day progresses, or I suppose they're going to be playing simultaneously. Uh, Kudla and or Kudla and Kruger, hey, great shot, I just blew my pick a sneak peek, but you can watch the Challenger action in Orlando as well. Uh, let's start, though, with the action on the clay. Here's some stats for you about Jaime Munar over his past 18, or I should say past two years, uh, so 24 months in Challenger events on the clay. He's 32-10. and 10 during that time period now that means uh, over that time span i believe he won uh, he has won a couple of titles uh, yeah he won one at the end of november or at the beginning of november last season he's made a couple of finals over the years as well you look at who his losses have been to Two losses to Alejandro Davidovich Fokina, a loss to Yannick Hanofman, a loss to Robin Hasa, you know, Carlos Taberner, Pedro Martinez Portero, all in there as of this year. He lost a match in the quarterfinals to Andrea Collarini that he probably wants back in Barcelona, but that's really his only inexcusable loss, I suppose. A Nikola Miljovic loss on clay, probably not the surface you'd expect that to happen, but Miljovic has been playing well of late. But 32 and 10 on the clay and for, uh, Tomorrow, Munar is a minus, I believe. I don't want to get this wrong for all of you listeners. Minus, I want to say 220. Uh, favorite tomorrow against, uh, he is playing Ilya Marchenko. Now look, Ilya Marchenko has played well of late, but for many Munar in this moment, uh, he's going up against a guy, you know, Munar is on his best surface in the clay. It's where he's had the most success. He's had a day off since his last match. And look, Munar plays someone tomorrow in Francisco. Francisco the 22-year-old Argentinian, who's also pretty strong on clay and who is a top 200 player right now. You look at what Sarandolo has done here in 2020, you know, ended up winning the challenger in split on the clay at the end of September, beat Pedro Sotosa, Max Martyr, Brandon Nakashima along the way there, another semifinal in 2020. Uh, September on the challenger level as well. And he's a tough out, but I just think Hami Munar, again, in terms of challenger tennis right now, I think that record 32-10 and 10 speaks for itself. And, yeah, he's had, what, two, three wins here this week on his way to the quarterfinals. He's won two singles matches. Look, you're 32-10. and 10, That's a 75-about-percent win percentage. You win three matches per tournament, you lose one. So, on average, he's making semifinals at Challengers over the past two years. I see no reason why tomorrow would be any different. You look at his odds uh, as of right now, Hami Munar, uh, a fairly comfortable uh, minus 250 to the Serendor low, plus 185. We're going to roll Munar tomorrow, and we're going to throw in Carbeas Benia as well against Pedro Sosa. Now, you look for Carbeas Benia, 17-8 and eight. over his past two years on the dirt at the challenger level. Had a really good streak of success where he won back-to-back challengers in April and May uh, of 2019. In terms of what he's done this year, he lost a match to Zapata Morales, 2-1 uh, and one on the clay in August. He lost to Petrovic in three sets in September and then of course he lost to Capriva at the end of October right after the French Open but of course uh, he did so well at the French Open and you look at this week it's been straight set victories for him Uh, he matches up in a guy in Pedro Sosa who's played two tough three set matches this is a fitness match this is an eye test match I expect Carbe Espeña to win and Munar as well you parlay them together plus 113 so $4 to win 451 let's make that a of the day, number one, again, for the action in Ecuador. Ace number two, I teased it earlier, Kudla Krueger in Orlando. Dennis Kudla, a winner in carry. He's continued to roll all week long, has yet to drop a set in his matches this week. Kudla, a winner over Patrick Kipson, a winner over Kevin King. He plays Chris Eubanks tomorrow, who, of course, has an overwhelming serve and plus one sort of game and has looked really good uh, in his matches in Orlando thus far. But I just think Kudla's going to play to big targets. I think uh, his returns are well-suited to neutralize that baller at a minimum, just take some time away from Chris Eubanks. It's been so windy in Orlando, and of course that Eubanks serve, certainly able to transcend that win, and if you want to take the over in this match, 22 and uh, 22 games at minus 125, I completely understand that. I'm going to throw Kudla in there with Mitchell Kruger. Kruger, a win today over former roommate, close friend of his, Bjorn Fertangelo. He wins that match in three sets. Now, he's got a tough one tomorrow against former University of Virginia, uh, who Alex Richard. but hey, you're not going to find a more fit player on tour than Mitchell Kruger. B. I just think uh, Richard. I don't know if he's been to a challenger semi-final yet. Certainly, he sniffed around that stage, but... I just keep waiting for Mitchell Kruger to make a breakthrough in the top 100. Certainly, Marcos Giron did it this year, and that felt so great. It would feel equally as good if Mitchell Kruger did it because he's a guy who is just so rock solid, and he doesn't have the biggest weapons. It's not a flashy game, but he maximizes the most out of his effort, out of his work ethic, and you know, effort, work ethic, synonymous. But he just gets the most every time he's on court. He's not going to tank sets, tank matches, and I really enjoy his game. I think physically what he can do in that match, extend rallies against restart. And yeah, restart going to be able to attack the Kruger forehand with his power. But I like Kruger tomorrow to make that match physical. Same with Kudla. You parlay the two of them, plus 127, four to win 508. That's going to be our second ace of the day. So a two parlay day, again, challengers, way better than the action in London. We're going to take Munar and Carbea Spania, plus 113, four to win 450. We're going to take Kudla and Kruger as well, plus 127.4 to win 508. Of course, to get in on the action yourself, just go to dkng.co slash cracked open to play. Shout out as always to our super producers, Max Flickner and Daniel Westoff for the of an editing job they do day in day out making all of this content possible and again to find all of our other work be sure to go to our website crackrackets.com but with that in mind for our friends at DraftKings our super producers Fligner and Westoff, and all of us here at both Crack Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network I'm your host Alex Gruskin you know what we say we hope you enjoy Friday's matches and may the odds be ever in your favor good luck everyone